0: So we have a special edition of this week's A's podcast. I'm Jane Lee, joined by two-time All-Star Ray Fossey, um, now voice of the A's on television. Um, and we are a week ahead of the All-Star game, and we just learned that Stephen Vogt is the Yay. A's All-Star. <laughs> now, I mean, if you're, you know, if you don't follow the A's closely wow. and you're just taking a, a quick glance at his numbers, maybe a little right. bit of a surprising pick, but... I mean, I don't know that his value on this team can be overstated. I mean, how substantial, how significant is his value for for this A's team?
1: I'll be honest with you, as we have talked on TV about who we thought Ryan Dull has been brought up because of his fantastic job out of the bullpen, Marcus Simeon, tremendous uh, Chris Davis. I'll be honest with you, Stephen Boat's name didn't come up only because he was not having the production offensively that he had last year. And I preface that by saying the offense for a catcher is so overblown that he should be thinking, that people should be thinking about a catcher doing his job, which leads me to the point that those numbers that he shows offensively has nothing to do with what he's done behind the plate, handling the pitching staff. You talk to every pitcher. Kendall Graveman, for example, I look at his last four starts, with the exception of the Giants when he had nine ground ball outs because he was nationalized, National League because of the, the pinch hitter and being a National League park. He would have had double figures and ground ball outs in four consecutive games. It's a result of Stephen Vogt saying, I need to get down lower. I'm going to go down to one knee. So little things like that are really not thought about when you're coming to pick a, a selection for an all-star. But Stephen Vogt means so much to the pitching staff, uh, to to everybody, and he's so disappointed that his good buddy, Josh Fegley is on the disabled list. You know, I asked him the other day, I said, how are you doing? He said, I'm okay, but I'm concerned about my buddy. And then Fegley was, was sitting there. So... Obviously, he goes on the DL, but I could not be happier to see Steven Vogt make it in back-to-back years because of everything he's gone through, almost out of baseball a couple of times, his wife convinced him to stay, mm-hmm. and here he is a two-time All-Star.
0: I mean, he's an all-star person, too, like like you were saying. I mean, even today he was saying, you know, when he would have been just as excited, more excited, he said, if if Ryan Dole had made it, he said he would have been more excited for him than, you know, he is for himself. I mean,
1: No, I I agree, and that's the way Stephen Vogt is. I mean, how many times do you see in in this era where you have a platoon system? We we know that's what happens with the Oakland A's. But here is a guy who is a left-handed hitter, and he says, Josh Fegley is the best hitter against left-handed pitchers that I've ever seen. I'm going, you're taking job, your your own work away by complimenting, but that's the way he is. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows he can hit left-handed pitchers, but he also knows that he's on a team that they use a platoon system, and that he's not going to play a lot of times against left-handed pitchers. But it doesn't take away the fact that he is a good human being. I think more than anything, he realizes his path to get where he is now as a major league player. Again, like I said, almost out of baseball. Here he is. He, he, he's doing such a great job. He takes a beating behind the plate. He gets hit more times. He's like a magnet with, a, with the ball hitting him. But for him to be so complimentary of every other player, especially his pitching staff, I know he wishes Rich Hill could have done it. Just because Rich, had he not gone on the disabled list for, for a month, he might have had 15 wins at the All-Star break considering the way he was pitching. So there are a lot of guys that I'm sure Stephen Vogt would have been extremely excited had they made it but he has to be ecstatic knowing that he is.
0: Yeah. No, he was very, very emotional. Yep. Um, and now the way all-star rosters are, I mean, several players will be added before right. the game. Um, who who do, who else do you think should be there with both?
1: From the A's? Yes. Oh, from the A's. I'd take Marcus Simeon in a heartbeat just yep. because Marcus has improved. And, and I was watching a game with the Cubs and Addison Russell, who was a great shortstop the A's gave up to get Samarja. He's hit 10 home runs. So you look around the league. And I think Ron Washington says it best. The other players, the other shortstops, Russell, Lindor, uh, uh, Correa with with Houston, these kids have been shortstops their whole lives. But because of the Chicago White Sox situation, uh, he didn't get a chance to play shortstop. And only last year did he get a chance to play every day. So he had a lot of errors. But working every day to the point that Ron Washington says, give us a day off. He says, no, let's go work, Wash. And so he's working on his defense. The greatest thing is that his defense has not affected his offense. How about a game in which he strikes out three times, goes 0 for 4, makes Starling plays defensively? Sometimes guys would never do that because they let their lack of offense affect their defense. So. Uh, I, I think he stands out as the guy, and Chris Davis is the strongest man I've ever seen, hitting baseballs through the infield on singles and home runs that you don't think are even going to make it. So, you know, there, there are other justified guys, uh, and you'd like to see more than just one go and, and get away from the fact that, well, every team has to have one. There are guys who are deserving, even on teams that are not playing well as a team, there are individuals who are performing well. In, case, in the case of Stephen Vogt, it's great that he's recognized for what he means to the ball club. Uh, I mean, he's a motivational speaker that Bob Melvin calls on every spring to start a new season. You know, he brings out his, uh, he's a great actor, you know, but but he's also a great human being, and I think it says a lot about him.
0: Yeah, you mentioned Chris Davis. I mean, his his power is so unique. How much would you like to see him in the home run derby?
1: <laughs> I think he'd win. I, I, I take him over pitchers that, you know, certain pitchers said that they want to be in the, the home run derby, but Chris Davis has that raw power that is just unbelievable. And to see someone stand at home plate, and he told me recently I, I like to watch the pitcher get his foot down, then i try to get my foot down, but he looks like he's standing at the plate flat-footed, but yet his whole upper body, and, and we saw him from the beginning. It looked like he was chasing pitches away from him. I think he moved a little close to the plate. Darren Bush watched these guys and, and makes a lot of great suggestions, but his raw power, and, and I think he could be over the top in a home run derby, uh, but not surprising. I just read, I think, today that Mike Trout said he's not going to participate. There are guys mm-hmm. who don't want to. You think of Bobby Abreu in Detroit. When he went off the charts, how many did he hit after that? You know, he went all, You know, he didn't hit that many home runs. So I, I think it can tire you out. I think it can affect your swing. Uh, but in the case of Chris Davis, his is natural, just mm-hmm. a natural raw power.
0: Now, talking about the, the all-star experience itself, you're, you're someone who can shed light on mm-hmm. it. Um, what, what is it like? What do you remember about it? What's maybe, you know, a, a favorite memory of, of those experiences? The, the
1: one thing I remember probably more than anything, I was, I was selected to play in two, unfortunately, the second one when I was voted in. I could not play because I was injured, stupidly charged the mound and got injured and couldn't play. But the game that I did play, I remember the president of the American League. And, and that is a time when there was a president in the American League and a president in the National League, unlike now was a commissioner of baseball and no president per se. And I remember the president coming in and said, this game means a lot. It's not just an exhibition game. I want you guys to remember there's a lot of pride in this game to beat the National League. And then you fast forward to the point where they're saying this game means something, but yet everybody has to play. Carl Yastrzemski played 12 innings in 1970, 12 innings at first base. And and Neural Weaver was saying pretty much, we're going to win this game. You know, guys are going to play. Uh, I ended up catching, I think, seven or eight innings in the game. but. But I, I think the biggest thing is that there's a certain amount of pride that players have. And I think if the game means something today, which it does for home field advantage, and we know how much home field advantage means to the point that I just heard recently that, that uh, Madison Bumgarner in 2014 when the Giants won the World Series, Bruce Bochy pretty much said, this is it. You know, and this you know, is seventh game of the World Series. Not many teams win seventh game of the World Series mm-hmm. on the road. The Giants did. So if you have a chance to have the home field advantage, then why not play the guys you feel are the best to play and win the ball game? Not be forced or inclined to play everybody because they made the team. If I were a manager, I would say, guys, congratulations you're all all-stars, but I want to win this game. And if I think Salvador Perez is a catcher that can pay, play nine innings and help win a game, or this pitcher can go extra innings, I'm going to win. Because I think the league deserves the chance to have the home field advantage when it comes to World Series. So while at one time we played for pride, and it should still be, it meant nothing when I played. It meant a lot, personally. But when you see now that it means something, but yet everybody wants to see everybody get in the game, I think it's really taken away from To Personally, I think they should say, don't even have it mean home field advantage. If you're going to have to play everybody and it's an all-star exhibition game, then why put so much emphasis on it being the determination of who gets home to the bench?
0: All very good insight. Thank you very much. <laughs> much much Jake. appreciated. Thank you,
1: Jay. <laughs>